0: Hello everyone and welcome back to season 3 of the Accounting Twins podcast. I'm Norma and I'm Becky. And for those of you who are watching us or listening, I guess, we now have video. You now get to stare at our beautiful faces this entire time. Emphasis on the beautiful. Only for one of us though, and you'll figure out who that is. <laughs> that was so mean. Anyways, to give you guys a quick recap of what's going on, obviously I am. I'm Becky, she's Norma, and I'm doing private accounting. And I'm doing public accounting. I'm currently studying for my CPA exams while going to grad school at the University of Arizona. That is a whole lot to talk about. I am working at Axon in the finance leadership development program, and I'm just doing lots of accounting, using my brain cells. Yeah, so in season three, We're really just going to be continuing along with Becky's journey and going through her rotationals at Axon. And then on my side, you're going to see me studying for the CPA exams, juggling school and work at the same time, and having a lot of mental existential crises because it's a lot to juggle. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not having the breakdowns, but she is. Oh, I think I had, like, two breakdowns last week fully crying. This is great. I honestly think I will be crying. I think I said this, like, last season. I fully expect you guys to see and hear me cry at least once this season. Just because that's how I deal with stress. And I've already cried, like, three times this semester. And it's, like, three weeks in. So I fully expect y'all to see me cry. <laughs> What's funny is it used to be, oh, you'll hear me cry. No, you'll see, like, the tears and the ugly face with the crying. Y'all are going to see some ugly. I'm an ugly crier but it makes my eyes look really blue so that's okay (laughs) like the you know the uh, miley cyrus meme and it's like and her eyes are like aggressively blue that's what it's gonna be like yeah so you know that's fine if you can see in this beautiful background i am currently in my closet it will look better for the rest of the season but i just got this tablecloth today and i didn't want to steam it so you're staring at some some lines right now (laughs) This is my room and I don't have any decorations because I don't know how to decorate. And my tablecloth did not come because mailing stuff to my apartment is very confusing. So we'll figure it out. (laughs) Maybe I'll have a tablecloth or maybe I'll have decorations next episode. You know as much as I do right now. (laughs) We also have an exciting announcement. This season, we're gonna be having like bonus episodes of a book club. We are going to be reading advice for a successful career in the accounting profession and how to make your assets greatly exceed your liabilities. So this book is by Jerry McGinnis and he just kind of goes through, I guess the process or the steps you kind of make like before, during and after like becoming a CPA and everything. So we're just gonna be having a book club. It'll start in like three or four episodes from now and there'll be bonus episodes. And essentially we're just going to be we will have read the book beforehand, but we're kind of like analyze it, see how it comes into contact with our main life. So I, we really hope you all enjoy it. And if you want to get ahead, you can go get this book on Amazon and read it with us. Yay. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the time you FaceTimed me. Okay, so for context, Norma loves to read 24-7. But there was one night she FaceTimed me and she goes... I'm really enjoying my accounting textbook. I kind of want to read it more than I want to read my other books. Like she was so serious about like wanting to read a textbook because she enjoyed it. Oh my gosh, this is for my auditing class. I think I can I can say that for another episode, but I will talk about how much I love this auditing class so much. I love the professor. Holy crap. Well, that'll be next episode. I didn't plan that for today's episode. (laughs) Well, guess what? I'm not going to be talking about any of my classes. Because I'm not in class. (laughs) Sorry, I really had to say that. But basically, my update in life is grad school. Work in school and studying for the CPAs all at once. Wow. I can't even describe it. It's so difficult to do, in my opinion, because I'm still trying to not be an A student. I want to be okay with getting Bs, so I'm trying to figure out, like, what that is in the workload process. But it's also working 10 to 15 hours a week trying to maintain a social life but then the studying for the CPA exams is honestly in my opinion the worst part because school I can figure out how to handle I have some structure like oh my gosh I have an exam next week oh my gosh I have an assignment due becker is that I just do it all myself like yes studying for the CPA exam I do it all myself I haven't registered for my exam yet because I'm still trying to get into the flow of school and studying for the CPA, so I haven't registered for my exam. It's been three weeks, and I am one module in out of six, and I just need to improve better, and I'm honestly having a very difficult time. Like, Becky can attest to this. Yeah, I was in Tucson last week, and I saw her, and it kind of just, like, made me, like, sad, like, saying how it is. Like, I don't mean to, like, get on that note, but, like, I just graduated, and I'm like, kind of living the dream. I work nine to five. I don't have school after. I don't have to study. I don't have to do anything. I lay in bed and like hang out with my friends and like Norma's like on the struggle bus. She may as well be driving it at this point. Like I was on the phone with my mom the other week and I just like felt bad and I was like crying because I was like, I see Norma is like going through the ringer and I just feel bad because there's nothing I can do, but I'm having the time of my life right now. Like we are on, she is zero and I'm 100 like, and there's no way for me to help her. Yeah at all because like I can't do school and I can't do her CPAs. I wake up at 7 30 every day and I study or I go to work. I have my classes in the middle of the day. I maybe take like 30 minutes to an hour to like read and have lunch and talk to my friends. But then I'm up in my room studying till probably eight or nine o'clock and then I'm asleep by like 10 or 11. So I it's very difficult because it's so much studying and I'm also like having the content of school and the content from the BCE exam so I'm just learning a lot and I feel like I'm trying to figure out how to be an effective studier and it's getting very difficult at this point because I'm I know like if I have a brain fog I should not be studying because it's not gonna be effective but I feel worthless and useless for not studying so it's just getting difficult I posted on LinkedIn a few weeks ago. I know we talked about this last season, but I needed like advice on how to study. And one of the tax managers from CBiz, Brandon Temple, thank you so much for calling with me. He helped me figure out maybe what's the best way to study, what order I should take the exams, how to create great study habits. So that call really helped. And a lot of your responses on Twitter and LinkedIn helped too. realizing that I need, it doesn't matter how much i study as long as it's effective but i've also learned that if you don't pass the exams it's probably just because you didn't study enough so it's kind of stressing me out i'm trying to figure out okay where's the sweet spot like it's been three weeks i just finished one module that's not efficient i need to figure out how to be a better studier i also think it's coming with along the fact that you just did start grad school so like you're still trying to figure out okay Can I Do I have to do every single piece of homework my professors say I need to do? Or are there some things that I don't need to do and I can still understand? Like Norma and I at the beginning, we would always read the textbook before class, take notes, and then take notes again. Like maybe I only need to do it once. Maybe I could find a video online. Like learning how to study for school first may help because then it will give, you can figure out what free time you have for Becker. Yeah. If that makes sense. I will say studying for the CPA exams, it's a lot of self-discipline because you don't have assignments. You don't have tests besides like obviously the exam. It's a lot of discipline to get yourself to wanting to study and I need to work on it. I totally recognize it that I will not study so I can hang out with my friends or just like have time to myself. And yes, sometimes that is necessary but I think I'm giving myself too much. So I need to work on my self-discipline in order to be more effective at studying. I disagree. Like, well, in the sense, like, I think you study so much that you sacrifice your social life sometimes, and you need to have a happy balance. But I can also understand, because, like, obviously, I'm not with you all the time, so I don't know the little things you do. But, like, literally this morning, Norma sent my family and I a Snapchat, and she put her iPad downstairs so she couldn't touch it. She couldn't read or anything. So that's step one of those. That is self one of step discipline. That is self-one of step discipline. That is step one of self-discipline. <laughs> I'm not even doing school and my brain's all messed yeah, up. Yeah, my weekends or I wake up before 9 a.m. and I'm studying until probably 7 or 8 every day. And honestly, that's the reality. I think sometimes when I've heard about people studying for the CPA exams, they're like, it's long days, long nights worth of studying. And I think the great thing about this podcast is yes i'm saying the exact same things but i'm currently doing it most people they have already completed their cpa exams this is me telling you it is exactly how they're saying it and it sucks i will not lie but i think once i pass all my exams and i receive those three little letters at the end of my name on linkedin it will be worth it but it sucks that is the reality of it i am not going to sugarcoat it I can't wait for you to be over with it so we can just hang out all the time and not have to worry. Like, I can only hang out for 20 minutes because I have to study and then I have to, like, like you have your day so set that I want to be able to have fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you guys saw on my Twitter the freaking calendar that I make. It, it's it's planned out to the max. Anyways, enough about me. Let, let's hear about Becky and her job at Axon. <laughs> I love my job. I love it. So as Norma said... I was in Tucson this past week. I was there for work. I got to go down to Tucson for the career fair. I stayed with Norma a few nights. And as much as this was a recruiting job for the students, honestly, I felt so empowered after it. I realized that Axon was my dream job because people would come up to the table and they either knew what Axon was and wanted to know about the leadership development program, or they had no clue and they just saw a cool looking table and wanted to know. So I would give them a whole spiel on what Axon is, what its mission is, how it wants to better society and then what the program does and how the program is here for every single individual person. And so as I went on describing that to so many different students, I just realized that this is my perfect job. When I went through that midlife crisis and I decided I did not want to do public accounting anymore and I wanted to do private accounting, I didn't know what my dream job was because I didn't have it right in front of me. But now that I'm there and I'm saying everything about Axon and what the program does, it checks off every single box that I would want and it makes its own boxes to be checked off. This is the best job for me. The culture, chef's kiss. The job, chef's kiss. The people, chef's kiss. I hear Becky talk about how much she loves her jobs. She loves her job so much. And it makes me jealous, not only because, like, she's a big girl, has a job, has free time, and I don't, but also, like, I hope to to have that same enjoyment when I start working. Like she truly loves the people. She loves what she's doing. I, I think it's a great opportunity for her right now. I just feel respected by everybody. And coming in at the bottom of the food chain, pretty much straight out of college, almost 23 years old, I walk in and I see the CFO working. And I've said hi to him before. I come in and I see top managers and, like, SVPs and VPs. And I'm like, if there's, like, I'm not scared of you. Like, I think we're equal. Like, I'm not scared to go up and talk to you guys. Like, I feel so respected and I don't feel like I'm just like a an itty-bitty little child. <laughs> so, Becky, has anything changed? Or have you done anything else different at work since we recorded the end of season two? So I've realized I'm taking on a lot more responsibility. So we do process logs every day, but every day, maybe there's a problem with the revenue recognition, the customer, the orders, something like that. It is always a different issue underneath the same umbrella of what we're doing. And I'm finally understanding it. And it's not like I'm understanding it to get the job done. I'm understanding it conceptually, how it affects revenue, how it affects the company, like all those little things. And I'm finally taking more responsibility for my work. I, as silly as this sounds, I know it's been almost two months, but what I'm doing is kind of complicated. So I'm just now finally trusting myself enough to do my task without being like, Hey, can you double check this to my boss? Like I feel good about what I do. And as I said before, I think it was the second to last episode or the last episode my goal is to take ownership for what I do and I'm finally doing that. I feel so smart and I feel fabulous and I feel like an accountant. So how much longer do you have of this rotation? I have about four months left and then I go to my second rotation which is going to be general ledger which I'm so excited for. I just like I've always described the rotational program as the best thing for me out of college because obviously I want to do accounting But I had never had a private internship or a job before this, so I didn't know what specification of accounting I wanted to do, like what specific department I wanted to be in. So this is perfect because you're not supposed to come out of college knowing what you want to do down to a T. So this job gives me the ability to dip my toes everywhere and then figure out what I want to do, like figuring out what works best for me, where I fit best in the company, and then finding the sweet middle spot. No, that makes sense. I think I have some idea of what I wanna do in auditing in the sense of what industries I wanna work in. I think I really like healthcare and not for profit, but that's because I had two internships. So it might be completely different when I actually start getting into the real world and doing, I guess say doing more on the audit instead of just doing like the same two type of reconciliations or work papers on different clients. I'll actually be doing like multiple things. So maybe I realize I like a different industry better. But I completely understand where you're coming from because I think this rotational program is great for you because you did kind of had a, have a midlife crisis and make not a decision so late, but changed your career path somewhat late in that game. So you didn't have any experience with so this rotational program is a great way to provide you different resources. Exactly, because I don't know if you guys remember, we talked about this. Mostly in season one, I believe. No, season two as well, because we had that episode. But I had a job offer at a public accounting firm. I was going to work there, and I was going to sit for my CPA and take extra classes so I could reach the credits. And then I just realized I did not want that lifestyle. So I rescinded my job. And then in December of 2021, I interviewed and accepted a position at Axon. And so honestly, yeah, I wouldn't say it was a late game changer, but for somebody who already had their mind set up what they wanted to do and then changing it, that was kind of late. And I have to say, we've already discussed this so many times, but colleges just push for public accounting so much. And I really realized that at this career fair, because when accounting students did come up to the booth and they were talking about what they wanted to do, I was like, I want you to know that Public is not your only option. Somebody has to do the accounting for the company. You can't just do the audit because somebody has to be there on the inside doing it. And so I really hope I was able to connect with some of these students and let them know that, hey, just because you feel that public is the only thing, there's so much out there and I'm not pressuring you. But if you want to take a look, talk to me and I'll tell you about my job and I'll tell you about what private accounting does. Yeah, I feel like schools also just push for the big four, just big big public accounting and I think they need to start pushing more mid-sized. Out of all my friend group for accounting, I'm the only one who wants to do mid-sized. I don't want to do big four. That's just too difficult for me. I wish that colleges would push a little bit more for, like I said, mid-sized. I personally like the mid-sized firms because I get to work on more engagements. They're not necessarily not not as complicated but they're just not as large i just don't that means you get to do more things in the sense like it's not like you're doing um internal controls for five different companies you're like i get to do internal controls and i get to look at their revenue and like i I don't even remember what i'm talking about right now but i'm just trying to say you get to dip your toes in different areas instead of doing one thing for multiple different clients yeah and i think I think this, I will say how many times this podcast is great. I mean, obviously we're making it, but I think it's also a great thing in the sense that I'm exposing mid-sized firms more because most universities, I mean, at least the University of Arizona just his Big Four. So now we're. if you're a listener and you're in school and you're trying to decide what type of firm you want to work for, you're going to hear my experience about the mid-sized firm instead of your university who's pushing people who are Big Four or the top seven or above. Exactly. Just, like, think about what you want to do and just, like, do a lot of self-inflection. Yeah. That's my biggest piece of advice. Because the colleges and universities know what companies do, but they don't know you. They don't know your personality. They don't know what type of things you like to do. They don't know your hobbies. They don't know who you are on the inside. So they shouldn't be the ones pushing you to do things because there are so many different things to do with accounting, not just the big four. And it's, I'm not saying we don't like the big four. It's just, it's not for Norma and I. Like some people love science. I hate science. I am terrible. So I'm not doing it. I just wish that students were exposed to other areas of accounting just a little bit more. So that's the first episode of season three of the accounting twin podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. I'm really excited for this season. I'm so excited to talk about grad school and how it's helping me relate to my CPA exam studying. I'm excited because next episode, I'm going to talk about like my communications class, how it's helping me with the BEC exam. I'm going to talk about why I'm going to take my auditing exam afterwards when most people say not to have BCE and auditing next to each other. And I'm excited to talk about this process and I'm excited to hear more about like Becky's work experience so I hope you follow along with us for season three and our little book club oh my gosh the books turned around our little book club I'm really excited for the book club because I'm excited for this season just as much as you are because I think it's going to be interesting having me doing work and you in school at the same time because that's truly the two different parts of accounting you have to study to be a CPA and then you have to work so we're getting an inside look at both things at the exact same yeah. time. So that's episode one. And we'll see you next time on the Accounting Twins podcast. See you later. Bye. I know you see. Somehow the world will change for me. And be so wonderful. To be alive. Breathe air. I know somehow we're gonna get there and feel so wonderful. It's all for real. I'm telling you to stop here So Becky, don't sing while I'm singing, because then it doubles. Okay, now let me. (coughs) I gotta finish this song. So wake up the members of my nation, it's your time to see, there's no chance unless you take one, and the time to see the brighter side of every situation, some things aren't meant to be so live your best and leave the rest me. Leave to me, leave it on me, leave it on me.